What's up, my friends? Welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast. Josh here. I'm just hanging out by myself on a Sunday evening, making a podcast for you. How cool is that? Let us have a warm cup of tea and sit around the campfire and discuss business systems together. Okay, that's a little cheesy. Uh, My family is at an event right now, and I didn't go, and so I got some quiet time, and I was listening to some podcasts. And I am a huge fan right now of the new podcast by Seth Godin. It's called Akimbo. Now, I don't know if everybody listening to this would like it. It's it's really like a thinker's, like, um, it's kind of like an abstract, funny, but super deep and insightful metaphorical podcast. It is very business-related, but I don't know. If you're familiar with Seth Godin, the guy's a genius, and he's talking about so much stuff, my head was exploding, and I want to talk about systems, because he did a podcast talking about juggling and writing. He said he, on the podcast, he's going to teach you how to juggle. And But the funny part was, as he broke it down, is that the way to learn how to juggle has nothing to do with trying to learn how to juggle. Meaning when we watch someone juggle, we're trying to like, we focus on catching the ball. Like we throw it up, we try to catch the ball. And so people that aren't good at juggling, like me, we're, we start to do it, and we're messing around and we make a bad throw and it goes way over to the left and you like l- jump over there and try to grab it and then they all fall on the ground, right? And so the way that you learn is not the way that you perform, was more or less what he was talking about. So what I mean by that is the, the true like um, methodology to become proficient at juggling and just kind of connect the dots to your business here has nothing to do with trying to get really good at catching. Instead, it has to do with getting really good at throwing. And so we focus on the wrong thing. Now, so, so like to practice juggling, you, 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 you perfectly throw one ball from your right hand to your left hand. Don't worry about catching it. Just perfect throw, perfect throw, perfect throw, perfect throw. Catching becomes easy when the ball lands in the perfect spot every time. And then over time, you go to two balls and you do that for a really long time. Then you go to three balls. I thought that was awesome. And he gave another example about kids riding a bike and how teaching a kid to ride a bike is really tricky and can sometimes be like traumatic because uh, maybe you have an overprotective mom who's freaking out and puts like knee pads and elbow pads and a helmet and puts all this fear in their kid like basically telling the kid okay we're gonna ride a bike you're probably gonna die and break your head open and it's gonna be terrible right or the kid falls and gets hurt and then they're scared and so they're trying to learn a skill by focusing on watching someone else ride a bike and they're trying to do that thing but the real way to learn how to ride a bike is to learn how to balance. I forget the name of the company, but there's this company that makes these little bikes. They've sold hundreds of thousands, or I think you might have said millions of them. And all it is, is a little frame of a bike that has no pedals on it, and the kid just sits on it and tries to balance. And there's no risk. They're not going to fall off because their feet can touch the ground. They just lift their feet up and balance and whatever, because pedaling is actually the easy part. The hard part is balance. And so the way that we try to use our business to like serve us or the way we try to get our business to be successful, we're trying to focus on like replicating a result or being like that other business we saw over there on the internet. Or we're trying to um, like get to the end. We're trying to like be at the end today, even though we're not there. But the real path is systems and structure and daily behaviors and habits and consistency and long-term thinking and grit and all these things. We're not focused on that. We're focused on feeling really excited that we can, you know, make 250000 a year in personal income or we can build a multi-million dollar business or whatever your thing is. And oftentimes we, we don't even know what, why we work so hard 
because uh, really it's just about status. You know, if you heard my episode with Brian Sauls, he'll be a speaker at the huge convention. He had built a really nice business and he was doing it solely because of his competitive nature and trying to like be better than other people or try to like catch up to people that he perceived were better than him. And like the, the way the human brain works with status is profound. Like almost everything we do is to either protect our status from going down or to make our status go up. At least that's what we think is happening. And even with like tipping, Seth did a podcast about tips. When we give people tips, I'm a generous person. And as he was talking about it, I was really thinking like, oh my gosh, like questioning my own motives because he's talking about the psychology behind people who give really big tips. And the reason they do it isn't just to be benevolent. They do it because the value they get for being the kind of person that does that or their own perceived status of themselves is greater than the amount that they tipped. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that's blowing my mind right now. Like, I guess for me, I have this ideal that really, really generous people are really great people. And that's some sort of like super epic, um, important thing. And so when I'm really generous, it makes my perceived status of myself go up, which kind of feels dirty and gross, but it's also true. And with our businesses, a lot of the decisions we make have to do with status and getting that new piece of equipment really doesn't, isn't really necessarily a business decision. It's a status decision. We'll justify it logically and we'll come up with all kinds of reasons why we should do it. But at the end of the day, it's like the story that we're telling ourselves or the story behind the story that we're telling ourselves. And I think it's really interesting. I was talking to my wife today about our family systems. So we never like labeled it this originally, but we have certain structured things we do as a family to build culture with our kids. We have five kids And I didn't really think a lot about it. It's just me and my wife, Ashley, we love to do epic things. We love to think big. We love like the idea that we can raise children that will take intelligent risk and not be scared to fail. We talk about money with our kids. We talk about business with our kids. We talk about value creation with our kids. And they're all little. My oldest is only 11. And they'll say, hey, dad, can I have $20? And I'll say, what type of value are you going to offer me in exchange for this $20? Like, and this is ongoing thing because not because I care about the $20 because I want them to be super hyper equipped. I want them to have an unfair advantage uh, in the world when they go out there and start competing, when they realize what life is all about and that you have to actually add value. And it's not about, you know, the price. It's about the value and all, all kinds of stuff and identifying opportunities. And, and I also want them to be happy people that love other people that will, you know, be selfless or whatever. I want them to be great. So we've, we've built systems to try to get that outcome. And systems is a path. You know, like the non-sexy things that you do in your business is the way to get what you want. Instead of focusing on the thing that you want, you focus on the non-sexy things you need to do, the non-sexy uh, ways you need to change how you are as a person, and doing that will automatically give you the result. If you think about it, money is the natural byproduct of value creation. And so when you chase money, when you chase after dollars, things get really messed up. They get really messed up. And I still fall into this trap sometimes where there'll be an opportunity or you know, the business needs to do a certain thing or achieve a big result. And you start focusing on the dollars needed to accomplish a thing. And everything is stressful and it doesn't work and it's a mess. When the real path is focusing on how can I be of service to others? 
how can we be disciplined in the long term and focused on what our value proposition is with our company? How can we serve our users, customers, whatever, at the highest level as consistently as possible so that eventually the natural byproduct will be more money than we, we would ever need, right? And that, and that is how it works. But in the early days, before you have the money, it's easy to get tricked. Sorry for all the background noise. The, the outside animals and bugs are like really loud right now. They want to be on the podcast. <laughs> but does this make sense? I hope this is like resonating with you because like the path to having children that are solid, like stable, educated, confident, imperfect, totally imperfect, but like really, really well set up kids. Like for us to create that outcome, it doesn't happen just because I want that or I demand my kids to be that. It happens through a whole bunch of little things every day, imperfectly for a really long time. And the natural byproduct of it is going to be a stable kid that loves himself, that loves other people, that loves God, that does the right thing when no one's looking, that understands what honor and integrity is, that understands that hard work is a real thing and it's important, that understands that it's not just about them, that understands when they feel stressed and overwhelmed that it's not Mount Everest, right? <laughs> that it's solvable and fixable and they need to take, take a step back. They understand it's okay to ask for help. They understand that the ego is a dangerous thing to play games with, right? And all kinds of stuff. So like with our family systems, we have all this stuff which I've talked about. The reason we're doing it is to get the outcome. I'm not just demanding the outcome. And with a lot of small business owners I talk to, it's like they're so frustrated that they're not making the money they want, that they're not hitting the goals that they want, that they're not where they thought they deserve to be right now, is they haven't developed the habits, they haven't built the systems, they haven't focused on the consistent, boring, non-sexy behavior that they need to do today to eventually get that outcome as a natural byproduct. I always say like systems is the path. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. And that's true. It doesn't mean that it's easy though. Like <laughs> it's not easy. This isn't like instant ramen noodles to build a business, right? You have to do a whole bunch of really hard work. Now, the part that can be easier is that you don't have to guess on what to do next, that there is a predetermined path or order of systems that you need to build, right? That's why I talk about the five stages of business and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, that's, that's, those are my thoughts for today. And hopefully it made some sense and is valuable to you. I want to thank everybody for the iTunes reviews. We're at 198 as of this morning when I checked, which means two more. We have 200 iTunes reviews, which is like, does that really matter? No, not really. Not really, but it, it's cool and I want to get there and I'm so thankful for everybody taking the time to do it because it can be a little annoying to, to, to do it. I'm very grateful. <clears throat> I just, for me, I, the epiphany I had today was that I don't have to focus on um, more. What I want to focus on is better. I don't have to have more stuff. I don't have to have more money. I want to have a better life, better level of happiness, Right. Um, stuff like that. And with our business, we just have to do a better job uh, serving the people we serve and looking at the systems that we have because the natural byproduct will be more money, revenue, whatever, profit. Uh, and that's really cool, but does it, how does it ever end? Does it end? Does it end? Right? Like, I don't know. I don't know if it does. So anyway, that's it. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. I hope you're doing very well. And also, oh, before I let you go, here's one more thing. I, I got a couple emails from people asking me and Ashley to basically, I don't know how we do this, but put together 
like a list of our family systems. And this, you know, if you don't have a family, you're like, okay, you can sign off the podcast now. But we have a lot of systems. We have our annual goal setting party. There's all kinds of ways that we do that. We have the Latimer of the month. We have special days for the kids. We have um, the summer bucket list and chore list. And like it's gamified. We have all this stuff. We have the Latimer birthright. We have a Latimer logo that's painted on our woodshed, right? Welcome to the Latimer woodshed. And it's like a family crest we're working on right now too. We do this thing called happies and crappies at dinner. Every time we have dinner, we have this concept called fresh start or fresh fart. If you heard the other episode where I mentioned it, (laughs) I'm not even going to explain that right now. I have a business investment system for my boys and my daughters. They're just really little. Um, You know, we have a no victim uh, mentality, like rule in our house and a whole bunch of stuff, dance part, all these things. And we'd be happy to like put those together in some sort of a digestible way so you can copy them or get ideas or like download some templates from what we've done or something for free. Uh, This isn't like a business thing. I mean, we just genuinely want to help, but we're not going to put it all together if there's not a ton of interest for it. So if you do have interest in that, if you do see value in being intentional with the systems of your family then let us know because we've went really deep on it and we focused on it, you know, on my own personal marriage, on me as a father and all kinds of things, making it fun, gamifying it, making sure we're teaching the right principles to our kids, that we're organized with it, at least somewhat organized. We're not mythical superheroes. It's, it's a mess often over here, but we do have some really cool things. So if you want that, just send, uh, send me an email, josh at sendgym.com. And just say like family systems or something. If, we, if I get a couple hundred emails or, or something, then, you know, we'll say, okay, let's do this. Let's spend a week and bang it out and get it all organized and we'll get it to you guys for free. That'd be awesome. Take care. Talk to you tomorrow. God bless.